Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up on some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. This show is all about teaching you, Rachel, about all the different bands and artists that somehow in your childhood... (laughs) Or in my life, I've just missed. I just don't know much about it, and so my best friend is lovingly sharing me Um, Some information and history and um, her love of music. She loves music, so I'm really appreciative of her. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Before we talk about the artist for this week, I do have a question for you. Okay. What is your favorite U.S. city to travel to? That's one of the things we have in common, you know, as best friends. We both love love to travel. travel. We've traveled together. May it be skiing in Colorado. May Mm -hmm. it be international trips. We've done a lot of fun things together because we've been friends for a long time. So what is your favorite? Mm, Well, lately, um, I've been traveling with my family. And my daughter and I, with my husband, we got to go to Seattle. Mm -hmm. And um, A, I just love the greenness because it rains all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it is the Emerald City. And then I really just enjoyed Seattle for the downtown area, the Pikes um, the Market, and the coffee everywhere, and that it's on the water, but also there's a city. And it's just, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun going to Seattle, and I've been there multiple times, more times than I actually can count right now. So I actually have a lot of fun in Seattle. So um, I know you like to travel. I do. What is your favorite? You know, honestly, I think that my favorite city is New York. Really? Yeah. I love public transportation. I love really busy, loud, exciting places. I love seeing shows. I love just the brisk attitude and the style of New York. For me, it's always a pleasure to go there. Honestly, Seattle and New York. um, Yeah, I see where you're saying about New York. I love New York, too. Yeah, but they're not the same. No, they're not. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Seattle is actually related really? to the band Oh my goodness! that you have to listen to this week. This week? Okay. Yeah. What is it? Ready? Well, let's do the big reveal. We got to do a drum roll. Of course we do. Every week we do. Okay, here we go. Drum roll. It's Nirvana. Nirvana. I have no clue about Nirvana. <laughs> really? I really don't. Um... I think uh, I could guess maybe one song from the previous weeks or from other bands that you've introduced to me, but Nirvana is one I have no clue about. So when I say that they're a band, like, did you know they were a band? I think Nirvana has something to do with religion. In Buddhism, yes. Uh-huh. But... Okay. Music? I don't but know. But in the musical sense... <laughs> I Do you get like an image when you think about the the band or their music or like when they were a band, what kind of people would listen Do to? Do they it? have an album that is like all black or dark brown and it just says Nirvana on it? I believe there's one like that. Okay. That is the only thing that comes to mind. Not their music, but maybe I saw an album cover once. Probably and a t shirt. Maybe. <laughs> and and I think that's it. That's my only relationship to the music band of Nirvana. Okay. So I really have missed Nirvana. Okay, well, let me start by just throwing out some names and some things that are associated or that are associated with Nirvana. Okay. And see if any of this like rings a bell for you. Okay. Kurt Cobain. It's not a song. It's I think the, yeah. Okay. I think he was on Saturday Night Live. They did perform in Saturday Night Live. Okay. <laughs> 
1991 or something. Wow, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Let me name some songs, mm-hmm. and you can just tell me, yes, this sounds familiar, or no, pass, never okay. heard it. Okay? Come As You Are. I know a Christian song named Come As You Are. So yes. Pass. Yeah, different song I don't for think sure. it's the same song. <laughs> okay. Heart-Shaped Box. Isn't JT sing about a box? <laughs> That's the D in a box. Okay, pass. Um, <laughs> in Bloom. <laughs> pass. All Apologies. <laughs> pass. Okay, here's the last one. Passing on all. Wait, let me let me okay, give you okay, this okay. song. This is their most famous song, the biggest hit. Okay, okay. okay. Smells like Teen Spirit. Hmm. There's a long pause. Smells like Teen Spirit. Does that? I'm smelling. No, okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's okay. It's okay for I you. I might if I could hear the song. Maybe I don't know. I can't recognize it by the title. Sorry, pass. That's okay. So on the Nirvana playlist and as Kurt Cobain. That none of this is sounds like a thing that you ever remember hearing about ever. Kurt, isn't he married to Goldie Hawn? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. So I don't think I can give you any more information that's going to jog your memory for this. So I think now is a good time for you to rate your familiarity with Nirvana. Um, one being you didn't even know it was a band okay. and you've never heard of it before. And 10 being that they're your favorite. It's not 10. <laughs> it's not 10. Thanks for that helpful hint. <laughs> um, uh, so... With me thinking of maybe an album cover and you confirming that it was an album cover. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a two. An- maybe one. <laughs> I think I'm, I think we have to go with a one. All right. Because- we're going to go with a one then. <laughs> okay. So let me give you a little bit of information about Nirvana before you start listening. Okay. okay? They became a band in the 80s, and they're from Seattle, one of your favorite cities. I like Seattle. Maybe I'll like Nirvana. We'll see. Yeah, but that part of the northwest part of the country is where their style of music that they're the most famous for comes from. And um, you can call them alternative. You can call them grunge. They're coming out. Are they going to yell at me? Maybe a little, yeah. Like angry yell or happy yell? I'll let you determine the emotions in the songs when you listen to them. Okay. But they're, I don't they're... want them to ruin my love for Seattle, though. But you said you said that you wanted to learn about yes, even bands. Very true. Very true. You said you wanted to learn about bands that even the ones that you thought well, you would not like if they're important. And Nirvana is yes. an important band, and it's really important that you know about them because without Nirvana, we wouldn't have lots of the music that we've really? had over the past they're 20 that years. influential yes i didn't know that yes well uh, i don't know much so because <laughs> i missed all the music <laughs> well that's okay so you've got some homework for yep. this week i'm gonna listen to our spotify account you're welcome to join me at spotify colon user colon music she missed and right. um the pod- have fun with me this week yeah it's just about an hour mm-hmm. and you have to listen to it every day every day then uh what will be a week for you and me and just a moment for our audience. We'll come back together. We'll talk about the band and you can rate them again on how much you like them. Because I've never heard them before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Rachel, I hope you have a great week. This band is really important to me and I really like them. So I hope that you enjoy it too.
I'm looking forward to it. All right, Kurt, let's have a week together. <laughs> okay, Rachel. <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome back. Uh, Rachel, you spent the last week listening to Nirvana. I'm kind of afraid to ask, but how did it go? Well, I'm glad the week is over. (laughs) Okay. Um, Personally, it was a hard one. I had a sick kid at home, plus I had to use some headache medicine (laughs) to get through this week. Oh my gosh, I'm just glad it's over. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I hope that these next few minutes as we're talking about Nirvana will help you appreciate a little bit more the music that you listen to and understand it better. That's my hope too. Yeah. So let's start by talking a little bit about the history of Nirvana and some basic facts. Okay. Before we get into that, I'm really confused. Okay. So earlier this week when we were chatting about and you reveal there's Nirvana, you said something about grunge. Mm -hmm. I'm super confused. I thought it was rock and roll. I don't know. Can you please help me on that? About rock and roll or grunge? What is this? Okay. So what is this? (laughs) If you look at rock music as a big umbrella, starting in the late 40s and 50s with what we now call rock and roll, right? Mm -hmm. The 50s kind of rock around the clock. That's rock and roll. Okay. We don't call like rock music now rock and roll. It's just rock music. And grunge is one subgenre of alternative rock which is a subgenre of rock. So this is one specific kind of rock music that was particularly popular in the late 80s and early 90s and was most popularized by this band, Nirvana. This band? Yes. This week, the band that I was listening to. Yeah, so grunge, if you say grunge, people are automatically going to think Nirvana, Seattle. And there are lots of other... Um, bands that we can talk about that influenced Nirvana. They didn't invent this. They drew inspiration from from punk and from indie rock and a lot of different music a, going on. But a wheel was created from Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana kind Whoa. of marks the end of what we call classic rock. They sent music in a new direction. And since then, rock has splintered off into a lot of sub-genres that we're not going to talk about today. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about Nirvana. So Nirvana has three members, um, Chris Novoselic on the um, Novoselic on the bass, Kurt Cobain on vocals and guitar, and Dave Grohl, who was the last of a series of drummers. Um, oh, so there was lots of drummers. Yeah, but Dave Grohl was the drummer when they were famous. Oh, okay. Because so, yeah. Nirvana had a lot of different names and was really? kind of evolving as a band, you know, in the late 80s. And, but Grohl joined in 1990. And he was the one that was there for their biggest albums and their, like, surge in popularity. Hmm. So they are Seattle grunge. That's their um, style. Grunge is really specified by a high level of, like, distortion, which you could probably hear yes. in the music, <laughs> and fuzz. They only released three full-length studio albums, um, the most famous of which is Nevermind. That's their second album. It came out in 1991. The label was originally hoping to only sell 250,000 copies, but eventually the album sold 30 million copies worldwide, and it even knocked down Michael Jackson's number one album at the time. 
So that's just a big shift and it moves this music that was really just in an underground scene and it brings it to the mainstream. Wow. And that's why Nirvana is so change. It changes the scene of music in such a vital way. In fact, that everybody, it, it, the album got such critical acclaim and they're deemed so important that they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014 in their first eligible year. So, wow. Yeah. Nirvana was inspired by lots of different um, artists and musicians. That's one of the reasons why their sound is so unique from the Beatles to Black Sabbath, Kiss, Led Zeppelin, Queen. Queen, okay. And, <laughs> and the Pixies, not to mention lots of other musicians. That I'm not going to list, but. I don't know any of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I know Queen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm we're we're going to talk about all of these artists. Um, but I'm just saying that because Kurt Cobain, as the songwriter, was exposed to a lot of different kinds of music and was inspired by a lot of different artists. And he wanted to, he pulled from a lot of different places to create this grunge music that also had popular appeal. So, question for you. Sure. Is Kurt Cobain considered, like, a musical genius? Um, or would you consider him a musical genius, personally? No, I would consider him a, like more of a cultural revolutionary, maybe. Okay. I mean, he himself claimed that he had no musical knowledge background. He wasn't a trained musician. He didn't he, go to like Juilliard. No, he, I mean, he said, quote, <laughs> he couldn't pass Guitar 101. The, it's but wasn't more of he the, the lead guitarist? Yeah, but it's about the passion of the music and the way it connected with people, oh, not okay, the okay. musical complexity. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. <laughs> so, and it kind of brings some revelation of, oh. <laughs> that's why it sounds the way it does. Yeah, so um, they went on to have another popular album in 1993 called In Utero. And, um, but unfortunately, 1994 was the last year they were a band. Really? And I think you know why. 94 is when he died. Yes. Okay, so... I didn't know when he died, the date or anything, yeah. or the year. Let me tell you a little story here. Okay. I was in the garage with my husband, and we're just, you know, doing chores, whatnot, and... Listening to Nirvana. Yes, listening to Nirvana, and I just noticed him start singing the lyrics, and I'm like, you know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and he's like, Rachel, yes. <laughs> Everyone knows. He, he's a nice guy, so <laughs> he's not going to be like, you idiot. No, he's not like that. <laughs> but, and I was like... Well, he is just so, I just didn't know how to explain it because it was beginning of the week um, kind of deal. I was like, he's so angry, sad. Something's troubling him. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. I wish I could give him a hug. And he's like, well, you can't do that. I'm like, why? And he then he said, yeah, he's he's dead. He's not here on earth. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, well thanks for spoiling what I was going to tell Sorry. you on air. <laughs> but <laughs> that Kurt Cobain is dead. Like, I was able to listen enough of Nirvana before I knew of his death. And I okay. think part of that has influenced me because I didn't know he was gone. I didn't know mm -hmm. um, as he was the music that he produced. And so that definitely made a, a difference. But then also it made a difference as how I listened to the rest of the week, too. Because you know. But I, I still had that part, too, of not knowing he's passed on. So um, it was a very interesting week as I worked through this music um, choice that we had this week. So I want to spend some time talking about Kurt's death. Mm -hmm. um, 
it was in March or excuse me in April in 1994 he had checked into rehab he was there for a little while for drugs yeah heroin okay. and um, he he just left the rehab and was kind of missing for a week like he went back he checked to, out just, yeah he like just didn't finish it right okay um he went back to seattle and like a week after he left rehab he was found dead of a self-inflicted shotgun wound to his head in his oh home. a shotgun yeah oh and ooh. um he did I didn't know that part yeah and he did have a wife who's not goldie hahn by the way her name's Co courtney love um she was also a musician she was in a Wait, another band called the chick Hole. from friends <laughs> No, that's Courtney Cox. <laughs> Golly, not Goldie Hawn, not Courtney Cox. Yeah. Court, so you said Courtney Love. Courtney Love, yeah. Who's she, a musician. Yeah. So is she like her husband, Kurt Cobain, and just needs a hug too? Yeah, probably. Oh, um, oh. Also problems with is drugs. She, well, can I hug her? Or, yeah, she's, I mean, she's alive. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he did have a wife, and they also, he left behind um, a Children. daughter, yeah, um, who was a toddler at the time. Oh, so it it is sad. I didn't know about the daughter and the wife. He did, he did leave a suicide note, and I specifically want to tell you about the suicide note because... I didn't know about the note. Well, so last week we talked about Queen, uh -huh. and, who also had a singer that died and Kurt well, references Freddie Mercury in his note. So I want to read to you from the note. Well, so how you Freddie could... died is much different than it Kurt. is. It is, but they're both they were both huge stars. So yes, and true. musicians. So so Kurt wrote this. I haven't felt the excitement of listening to as well as creating music along with reading and writing for too many years now. I feel guilty beyond words about these things. For example, when we're backstage and the lights go out and the manic roar of the crowds begin, it doesn't affect me in the way in which it did for Freddie Mercury, who seemed to love, relish mm. in the love and adoration from the crowd, which is something that I totally admire and envy. Oh. So, um, so he felt that his life was not, his love for the crowd was not enough to continue on with life. I, and, I guess so. Because I know... Freddie was able to down that shot of vodka and like do that song and do it for the love of his yeah fans but I guess yeah wow there, there were a lot of troubles but mm -hmm. there's another reason why I wanted to talk about this and now I am not a subscriber to this theory by okay. any means but there um there is a faction of people out there who think that he did not really commit suicide. That and he's it, still alive for the hug. Oh, no, that he was oh. murdered. Yeah. Oh. Um, there are some, there's a documentary about it on Netflix called Soaked in Bleach, which I watched in research for this. Um, I don't think that the Soaked evidence, bleach. Um, bleach is one of the names of the albums. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. okay. Um, so I don't think that there's a lot of, that. The, I don't think that the evidence is substantial enough to convert me. To this way of Adoption thinking. Adoption of that Correct. conclusion. Okay. But I just want you to know that there are a lot of people out there that are a little bit suspicious because he was very wealthy, right? Because they were giant superstars. And did Courtney have something to do with it? Or was it some other conspiracy? There are questions out there. So you should be aware that this is a thing that mm. people think. Anyway, after his death, you know, obviously the band broke up. Dave Grohl, the drummer, went on to form 
lots of other really popular bands, the biggest of which is the Foo Fighters, but he's worked with a lot more. I've like, heard of, wait, no. <laughs> I've heard of that name. Yeah, it's it's another big band from the 90s um, and beyond. Uh, but he worked with other bands like Tenacious D, Queens of the Stone Age. Um, yeah, I don't know any of those. I know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that Nirvana's um, influence wasn't just on other bands, but also as like Dave takes it and he goes and forms other bands Did, too that are influential. So they're, they the, continue to influence music. So Dave on. becomes the leading face of Nirvana after his Kurt's There death? is no Nirvana after Kurt's death. Nirvana oh. is gone. I'm just saying like their influence and the style okay, continues gotcha, on gotcha. in new directions. And so this is an award-winning band. Mm-hmm. and influential in music history mm-hmm. and music development. Yeah. But what did you think about them? That's what <sighs> we all really want to know. What are some songs that you liked? What are some songs you didn't like? So as I was listening to the music this week, I was realizing this isn't my type of music and that's okay. I don't need to like everything that you give me. Ultimate goal is I want to learn why it was influential. Mm-hmm. Why have I missed it? <laughs> I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> and how I um, really just want to see how it integrates with other parts of music and things like that. Okay. So um, now that I listen to a little bit more of Nirvana and kind of rep- remembering a little bit, I remember one of the songs in um, my high school years, um, teen spirit. So that so rang a bell. For it rang you. some bells. Okay. Um, and then also it just, even though I'm learning more about his death, more about his influential, I had no clue that he sold that many albums, got those kind of awards and, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I've adopted to say this is my music. And well, that's, so okay. that's okay. Um, but I know that you spent a lot of time listening to the music, trying reading to figure lyrics. it out, reading the lyrics. Um, are there any songs that you want to ask about or talk about? There's two songs that I kind of want to ask some questions about. Okay. With the lyrics, Rate Me and All Apologies. Those are the two songs I'm like, wait a second. I need to hear a little bit more. I need some <laughs> yeah. explanation. Yeah. Rate Me is a really interesting song. According to, to Kurt, it is an anti rape song so I want to make that clear anti-rape song yes and he and Kurt said that or yes this is this is a his quote it's like he's writing it from a woman's perspective and she's saying yeah go ahead and rape me go ahead and beat me but you'll never kill me I'll survive this and I'm gonna you know blank you up one of these days you won't even know it like his attitude was like saying like about the power of women and that even though these terrible things happen. What an interesting way to say that kind of a statement. Well, that's what's so cool about art is that if you just said like, please don't rape people, it doesn't have the same impact, right? So like he's like shocking the audience out of a sort of complacency and into this to bring up these discussions, to bring up these questions. Like Kurt was very, very into um, combating racism and sexism and homophobia. These were things where they're like, if you're a racist, don't come to our shows. Don't come mm. to our concerts. We don't want you. Like, he did have that kind of attitude of encouraging equality in our country. He chose an interesting way to approach it. Yes. But it was something that was really important to him. But it was very influential to the public, though. Yeah. You know, people bought his music. People 
still mm-hmm. loves to reproduce to cover and things like right. that. So, And, you know, a lot of people misinterpret some of the lyrics in his songs. Like, Polly is another song that's about that same kind of situation. Mm. And kids would do bad things. And when he heard, like, somebody's doing this because of the music, he would, like, totally outcast them. Like, just say, like, don't that's, do this. That's, that's not, not what our music is about. That's not us. Like, you're not... If you are doing these terrible things in the name of our music, you don't get us. We don't want you in our, to be our fan, Mm. basically. So I don't know if that makes it make a little bit more sense. I think the hard part for me is, A, I really don't understand his music. Like, even after this week, I'm just like, I've got a headache. I don't understand. I need some explanation. But then also, I can understand with the public how being confused. Well, you're not the only one. Um, The lyrics of Nirvana songs are often vague. Kurt would write them sometimes, according to Dave Grohl, would write them sometimes a few minutes before he first sings them when they're kind of recording songs for the first time. Really? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh, And, um, you know, the bassist said, you know, quote, we're each entitled to our own interpretations, but none of them are the definitive one. And, you know, he said, basically, Kurt's the only one that can give that, and he's gone. And so if he didn't mm. give an explanation while he was alive, we don't know what a lot of these songs are about or what his motivations are. Okay. So it's really hard to sometimes to talk about the meanings of Nirvana songs. He would take pieces of poetry and, like, string them together. Or he would take, like, a line here and a line there or a little phrase that interested him and put in the song. And he would know what it meant. Yeah. But it didn't mean that we did. Did his wife? Um, maybe she claims, but even like heart shaped box, like he said it was about one thing and she's like, no, that's about something oh, else. So, okay. so even sometimes there are confusing moments with her. Uh huh. Yeah. So about all apologies, was he apologizing to me for yelling at me? <laughs> I don't think so. This is another song that he wrote a lot earlier in the band's career but it's the last song on the last album. So now people looking at it kind of relate it to his suicide or relate it to mm. his wife and his daughter. And he um, he dedicated it to them, mm. but it's not about them at all because it was written before he was married, before she was born. And so uh, his biographer asked him in 1993, what is the meaning of this track? What is it about? And all Kurt said, was peaceful, happy comfort. Hmm. That's what he said about that song. That's what his intention for the mood was. Interesting. I don't know. (laughs) Once again, the lyrics of Nirvana songs are really, really difficult to interpret. Yeah, they're really hard. So I'm not going to claim to have any special insight into what Nirvana songs mean. I just want to share with you what Kurt said about his own songs and what the people around him said about his songwriting so you could try to understand. And I think that was the difficulty that happened this week. Not only was I being yelled at and the music was just really loud and I wasn't, I don't prefer that kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. also the lyrics. It just got my head spinning to a point where I'm like, uh, what is he talking about? Like, I want to understand a little bit about your personal influence with this band. Like, why do I like them? Yeah. Why, (laughs) how do you, how I should connect to them? Because honestly, I don't know if you had the expectation for me to be like, 
Oh, Nirvana. I love Nirvana. No, I don't think I had that expectation because okay. I was curious. We're like best friends and I know you. And I was like, when I was planning this week, I was tapping my fingers together and saying, <laughs> Rachel's going to hate this. <laughs> and Allison is right. <laughs> well, but... I didn't hate, hate it. I just. It's okay. I want to explain to you. Didn't enjoy the headaches, but I still wanted to learn. So. Well, let me explain to you why Nirvana was important to me. Mm-hmm. So you and I are too young to really get Nirvana while they were still around. We weren't old enough to be part of that generation that he was really speaking to. How um how old is this guy, Kurt? Well, he died Boy. when he was 27. Oh, okay. But that was in 1994, so. 94. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um but I first heard Nevermind and Nirvana songs at my next-door neighbor's house. She was a little bit older than me in a higher grade and a lot cooler. <laughs> and so when I would go to her house and we would listen to these songs, I had this feeling like, and not like a really negative feeling, but like, ooh, my parents wouldn't like me to listen to this. It's a little bit rebellious. It's a little bit subversive. And you know, when Kurt Cobain died, I didn't know who he was. You know, I was mm -hmm. too young. Like Nirvana was over by the time I mm -hmm. figured out like who they were and what they meant. And so as I grew as a teen, you know, that feeling of, you know, you're an angry teen and you're angry at something like it's you're very, emotional you're emotional, yeah. you're angsty, you're rebelling against your parents or an institution or whatever it is. It's very difficult for me to go back into my teenage brain and think, what was I so angry about? But when I listened to Nirvana, it didn't matter that I, that the lyrics didn't make sense. Something about the sound and the feeling was easy for me to connect to. Because there was a release in that yeah, emotion? Yeah. Yes. And you know, what's what, what I really felt that I connected to with Nirvana is that it was part of the soundtrack of my high school experience because a lot of my friends like Nirvana too. And you know, I was in a band in high school and we would play Nirvana and Hole and like these 90s grunge bands. So Hole's another band? Uh-huh, it's Courtney Love's band. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> So we would play Nirvana and Hole, and we created all these memories as friends together to the soundtrack of Nirvana's music. So now when I look back, I listen to Nirvana, it makes me go back to that time. Yeah, to these great memories of friendship. And yeah, you know, we were all like rebel rebelling, quote unquote, but we weren't. We were just having fun being teenagers and because Nirvana's is the lyrics, you can take yourself and put them into the lyrics because you don't know what they mean necessarily. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're feeling, you can put it into the song and connect to the song. Mm -hmm. Does that, does yeah, that yeah, make yeah. sense? Because now that, you know, I got through the week and mm -hmm. I was able to listen to a song, the teenage, you know, spirit did push me back to that high school year and yeah. years and um, that it was just interesting how that th through that song it brought me back emotionally. But I, I want to add something to this, which is you asked me how you could connect to Nirvana. Uh huh. And I can't tell you what your connection is going to be, right? I can't make it happen for you. But my hope was that as you were listening to it this week, as you were watching your husband sing along with songs, as you it played wasn't all the songs, it was just well, like whichever. a couple of the, you know, stances or whatever. As you were playing, watching your daughter play 
and dance to Nirvana. <laughs> a little four-year-old girl who's getting her wiggles out, you know, giggling and dancing to Nirvana, that later when you hear these songs, maybe it will bring you to that place of working in the garage with your husband, of watching your four-year-old dance. Like, it doesn't, that you would find the connection in that, in making the memories listening to okay, it. Okay, okay, cool, cool. So, so um, let me rate this. Okay. I'm not gonna give it a 10. <laughs> okay, so one is like, you wanna throw it in the garbage, and 10 is it's your new favorite band. Uh, it's probably a one or a two. Can you pick one, knowing that there are there's a lot of other bands out there that you haven't heard? You really want to throw it in the garbage? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm. I mean, go with your gut. If it's a true one, and you don't care if you ever hear any of these songs again, then that's what you should give well, it. I will say I'm glad that I went through the week to be able to understand that I can hear it over the PA and be able to recognize it and stuff like that and yeah. be able to see the relationship with other music and musicians and stuff like that. Okay. But it's not like I'm going to go buy their CD or anything like right. that. It's just not me. Okay. So that's why I give it a 1.5 to 1.5? Yeah. I think one Maybe not a complete one, but it's not maybe a two. You so are not like... the biggest fan of Nirvana. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay. I appreciate your honesty and I appreciate your bravery in taking a week to listen to something new through it. You did. You did. Well, I had fun this week. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> but we would love to chat with you guys more on our social media feeds. There's many different ways to contact us, including Twitter at Music She Missed. Feel free to give us a shout out and especially to me on what kind of music you think I should listen to next. Thank you so much for listening. We had a lot of fun. See you next week. Bye. Bye.